financial literacy, and the human condition. Welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Rayum. Welcome back to Financial Fitness. I'm Jessica Tyler, along with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Rayum, and we have a very special guest this week. Yes, we have Ben Braverman with us from SMS, and Ben and I work closely together because we both come from similar backgrounds. The challenge here is to help people protect their money and gather a portfolio that they can get lifetime secured income on without this risk and to still earn great rates. And the reason we're talking about it today specifically is because of what's going on in the market. As Ben alluded to, bonds used to be the way that people would go. Hey, I'm nervous about the stock market. I'll buy some bonds. Those aren't all that attractive right now. And so money is pushed into fixed indexed annuities and it's a very competitive market. So I'd like Ben to talk a little bit about what he sees from his side about an increase in the interest in these types of products. 100%. Once again, appreciate being here, Francis. So my parents, right, my father, he's 80 years old. As he started getting closer and closer to retirement, what did he do with his portfolio or his financial advisor? Position more and more of his assets in bonds. And you don't have to be a financial expert to know that bonds are safe, or so we thought. But that's really not the case anymore. In fact, that's not my my opinion, because I'm a fixed index annuity consultant, so that might not be an impartial statement for me to say that an index annuity is a better bond. In point of fact, there's been countless white papers that have come out over the last couple of years from leading economists, including Robert Schiller, who's a Nobel Prize winning economist and creator of the CAPE ratio, literally saying that on both a go-forward basis and, historically speaking, an un capped fixed index annuity would be a better bond. Same as another gentleman named Roger Ibbotson released a white paper attesting to the same thing. And Roger Ibbotson created actually the SPBI charts, the Stocks, Bonds, Builds, and Inflation chart, where he talked about something very important, which is the power of inflation as well as the importance of diversification in stocks, et cetera. So here are two leading economists saying, not me, not Ben, the annuity uh, consultant, even though I very much believe and appreciate these products. Here's a very well-educated third party pointing towards the validity of these products as a bond alternative or really a better bond for those near entering retirement. So that's one reason that you're seeing an increase in indexed annuity sales to the tune of 22% just in 2022. And if you're wondering just how safe bonds are or are not, keep in mind that in April of 2022, the bond market shed as in lost $2 trillion in value. Wow. Does that sound safe to you? That certainly doesn't sound safe for me. So what that tells me is we need a better safe money alternative, and that's where uncapped fixed index annuities come into play. Again, I'm going to lean into to my father, 80 years old here. The other difference between his retirement situation and many retirees today, a pension. I believe it's less than 22% of Americans now have a defined pension in retirement. Mm-hmm. That means that in all likelihood, their only form of guaranteed income, truly guaranteed income, is Social Security. Yeah, who knows if that's truly guaranteed. Indeed, which is even mm-hmm. scarier. So if we all can agree on one on, on this, the following factual statement, there's three forms of guaranteed income in retirement, Social Security, a pension, and some type of annuity. That's where annuities fit as retirement products just in two very large capacities, which is previously those near-entering retirement relied on bonds for safety and bonds are not safe. 
Secondly, those near entering retirement relied on a lifelong pension as a complement to Social Security. So then when they got into retirement, while their normal paychecks from their uh, employers stopped, their paychecks in retirement started. And now those paychecks other than Social Security for a majority of retirees are non-existent. So for those of us in the financial services industry, we need to address both those issues, which is the lack of a layer of guaranteed income as a complement to Social Security for retirees, regardless of their income level. Because with the last month, what this bear market has showed us is whether you have $500,000, a million dollars, $2 million, or $3 million in savings or more, when you lose 20 to 25% of that, that's going to affect your lifestyle significantly. And that's maybe where you were talking about, Francis, with people unretiring now. Yes, absolutely. You know, so many people, in fact, I just had lunch with a friend yesterday and they were telling me, all my friends have retired. I said, yeah, let's wait and see how long they stay there Mm -hmm. right now. Because people make these decisions at the time that they feel ready. And then things like inflation and job changes happen and people end up going back into the work market. You know, we're throwing this word annuity around a lot and and people get sort of unnerved by it if they don't know what it is. And we're trying to explain it. But let me just be very simple about this. The word annuity comes from the root annual. It's designed to give you an income that you can rely on annually. Now, companies have gotten very fancy with them and changed them from what used to be what I would call a plain vanilla annuity that worked a lot like a CD. You know, give me your money for five years, it'll pay this rate, and that's it. And now they've gotten to be very sophisticated products that can be altered to fit your specific needs. So if if the word annuity is, you know, freaking you out or you go to the Internet and type in annuity, good luck. You'll get more information than you know what to do with. But when you find the right kind of advisor or the right kind of product for yourself, you'll find things like, I'll just throw a couple of bonus pieces that you can fit into certain kinds of annuities. Something called a first-to-die clause. Okay, so if you and your spouse, one of you is buying an annuity. Typically, if you bought the annuity, Jeff, Mm -hmm. and your partner passed away, it wouldn't affect you at all. You would have to hold that annuity throughout the term of whatever the contract is. But there's something called a first-to-die feature on some of these annuities that says, look, if Jeff buys an annuity and her spouse dies, we understand that her life might change radically. So I'd be able to cash it in or start collecting on it? Yes. If either one of the spouses dies, you could pull all the money out without any surrender charges. It used to be in the old days. You locked up your money. You didn't touch it. That was it. But now they they get it. You know, after year one, you can pull out a certain percentage of the annuity without a penalty. Might you have to pay taxes on it? Yeah. If you never paid taxes on the money or you have growth, you might. There's another thing, that bonus we were talking about. If you have losses in the market right now and your your fingers are hanging onto the edge of the cliff and you're saying, I'll just wait and see what happens, you might want to think about, hey, I've already lost you know, X percentage in here. If I slide some of this money over into a safe index annuity and I take one with this bonus on the income side, for instance, just as an example, I'm going to recover, you know, I'm going to get a 10% bonus out of the gate or a 14% bonus or whatever that product offers. But be very careful. Some of these bonuses are not what they seem. So you really have to get somebody who knows this and who can talk to you about it. That thing called lifetime income rider we're talking about. I'm not saying that lightly like, oh, it's lifetime income. I'm saying guaranteed before you ever finish the application, you will know what the minimum amount of income your dollars will generate, regardless of what the market does. It's a guarantee. This is what you're going to get. And you get to see it in advance of making this decision. So if the word annuity is confusing you or seems scary or you've heard bad things about it or great things about it, but you don't know which one to buy, back down from that term for a minute and just say, okay, I'm looking for some safe harbor for some of my money. What are my options? 
Well, they're bonds, they're CDs. What are your options? And a fixed index annuity can be a great way for you to still have the market gain. Let's boil it down to one sentence. You still have market gain potential. You don't have the downside potential. If people start panicking and everybody starts, you know, talking to their financial advisors and diversifying uh, and pulling their money out of the market, what does that do to the stock market? Well, we're not really pulling the money directly out of the market, and Ben might have a different opinion about this, but you are moving money. You're not taking it out of your 401k, paying penalties on it, and putting it under your pillow. Mm -hmm. You're rolling it over as a non-taxable consequence into something that still has earnings linked to the market. Okay. So, you know, there is a shift, but I'm going to ask you this, Jess. I I don't want to sound selfish about this, but if you're watching 401k go down by 40%, do you really care? So then you might want to weigh in on this. Yeah. So great question, Jess. I would make this point. Your effect on the stock market, I wouldn't be terribly concerned with that. What I would be concerned with is two things. First of all, a concept that I like to point to called renting gains versus owning gains, right? Which is when your 401k or IRA or wherever you're holding your retirement account, that is up significantly. Those gains are rented, right? Those are paper gains. You don't actually own those gains. Mm -hmm. What's significant about a fixed index annuity is when you take a portion, and also please notice I keep saying a portion of your account because Mm -hmm. a big misnomer in the annuity field in general is that there's this, you know, evil insurance company and they're trying to take all your money, both from a regulatory best practices and just good consumer uh, interaction. Just overall, that's not how it works. Typically, even though consumers might want to put every single dollar they have into an indexed annuity or into some type of annuity, we're not able to do that. A portion of a person's assets needs to be liquid. My point is, is unlike when you're renting your gains in the market, in an indexed annuity, if you take $100,000 and you put that $100,000 into an indexed annuity, there is an unequivocal guarantee that less your withdrawals, so less the money you take out, that premium, which is just that $100,000, that's what I'm saying, will never go down from there. But the upside is far greater than where where are a lot of people putting their money right now because they're scared of what's going on in the markets, right? They're putting their money into cash, CDs, saving accounts, etc. And what happens there? They're going broke safely. What does going broke safely mean? It means that we're in an inflationary environment. Let's call it 7 to 8%. So even if your CD is earning 2.5%, you're effectively losing 4.5% every second, every day, every week that your money is sitting there in that CD or money market. And if you're just sitting in total cash and not earning a single cent, you might think that money is safe, but the inflation is, is tearing it apart. So those two little side points, but relative to the stock market, the stock market will survive. And, and another thing to keep in mind, you know, only 50% of consumers roughly, I think, are actually fully invested in the stock market. So while it affects the indices and your 401k, what I'm most focused on when I'm talking to Francis and other advisors all across the country is first and foremost protecting the 10,000 people turning 65 every day and the decisions that they make up until that point to best prepare them to stay in retirement and hopefully not have to go back to work and enjoy the next 20, 30, or 40 years of their life. Thanks, Ben. I have to jump in for a moment and say that we're almost out of time, but I wonder if you would come back for a part two so we could expand the conversation a bit on what people might be doing and what we see in the market going forward and maybe talk a little bit more about going broke safely. 
100% Francis. I would very much uh, like to do that. All right. Let's get your phone number. The Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Ram. 413-773-3333. And you can go to HugYourMoney.com. Really great show today. Thank you, Ben, so much for being here. We will have another edition of Financial Fitness with The Money Doctor coming up next Saturday right here on WHMP.